Hi, it's Dune here, your host and hype girl. And before we dive into today's episode, I want you to take a hot second to reflect. What's that passion, unique experience, or knowledge you have itching to be shared with the world? For me, it's always been about guiding you and cheerleading incredible women to start your businesses. So what's your thing? You see, everyone's got something they excel at, something they just can't stop talking about. And it turns out that one of the best ways to monetize those passions is through sharing that thing with the world as a digital course product. My life's work has been to chat with more than 600, 7, 8, and 9-figure e-commerce founders. And it's through those conversations that have led me to creating a foolproof playbook and my go-to guide for early-stage founders in the form of my first-ever digital program, e-commerce fundamentals. But it wouldn't have been possible without Thinkific. The beauty of this platform lies in its simplicity. Cute templates and a super easy to use editor. No coding headaches, no tech-induced stress, just pure focus on what matters most, the content. So if you've ever been curious about building a course to teach your passion, this is the way to do it. The genuine support from the Thinkific team turns it from this lonely, confusing headache into the most fulfilling and easy project. Go to the link in my show notes to get a free trial on me. This is Tonya Papanikolov for Female Startup Club. And welcome back to another episode of the Female Startup Club podcast. I'm your host, Dune Rasheen, and joining me on the show today is Tonya Papanikolov, the founder of Rainbow. Rainbow is a sustainable medicinal mushroom company offering supplements and functional foods. It educates consumers on the healing power of fungi, and their mission is to optimize health, open minds, and get millions of people healthier through medicinal mushrooms. The mushrooms are grown locally and sustainably in Canada with love and healing intention. In this episode, we're covering Tonya's experience and background as a holistic nutritionist and mushroom forager that opened her up to the powers of food as medicine. How she got started with a loan from a handful of special people in her life who really believed in her, including her grandma, and how email marketing has been a huge driver of growth. This is Tonya for Female Startup Club. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Tonya, hi, welcome to the Female Startup Club podcast. Thank you. Hello. So nice to be here. So nice to meet you, Dan. It is. It's so nice to meet you too. I'm super excited about our chat and to learn all things rainbow with you. Could you start by introducing yourself and what your business actually is? Mm-hmm. So my name is Tanya. As, as you mentioned, I'm a holistic nutritionist. That's my background and training. And I've been studying nutritional sciences for probably about 13 years. So I've been really ingrained in this for a long time and kind of got into this through my own healing journey. And right now I am the founder and CEO of my business that I launched in 2019, which is Rainbow, a medicinal mushroom company that we make mushroom products. So we're we're growing and cultivating all of our mushrooms in Canada sustainably. And yeah, it's been it's been a really fun ride since launch and just a lot of things happening fast. Oh my gosh, I bet. How exciting. I'm actually so thrilled to be talking to you because only in recent times have I been getting really interested in mushrooms and the power of mushrooms myself. So I'm excited to learn more from you. I want to go back to life before you started Rainbow when you were doing nutrition and that kind of thing. And what was getting you excited about actually launching an e-com brand? Mm-hmm. So life before Rainbow was... I feel like there's almost like a few lives before Rainbow because there was my university training and then there was like a little pocket of time where I was actually working in fashion. And that piece of time was very critical for me because it was a departure from science and I was really able to like access this different creative side of my brain. I was in trend forecasting within a fashion office and it really allowed me to look at the world in a completely different way. And so it really formed like a very solid piece of who I am and how I visually kind of view things. So there was that kind of pocket in time. It was more of a corporate job. And that really was allowed me to see that this really isn't the environment that I thrive in. And yeah, that was like, it was just very formative. And then after that, I was, you know, in my 
mid twenties at the time where I was really like going through that feeling and time and space of like, what do I really want to do? I feel like I have a mission. I want my profession and Dharma and calling to be helping people and serving people. So kind of was coming back to nutrition and coming back to the essence of what I had thought my trajectory would be. And I went back in 2015 and 16 and I studied holistic nutrition. And so I launched my first business, which was The Well Woman. That was in 2016 and 17. I moved to California for a few months and was in a a raw food, like a culinary program in California. And so the first few years, so this is in the range of like 2016 to 2018, was I was practicing as a holistic nutritionist. I was private chefing and personal chefing and putting on these like culinary experiences. I look back so fondly right now because during the times of COVID, like it's just, it's so different. We would gather with like 30 to 40 people or more sometimes and have these like, you know, I would create these beautiful meals and, you know, it was just like a plant-based creation. It was, it was really fun. So I was kind of doing a lot of things at that time. It was a lot of work. I think anybody that's ever done private chefing or, or just cooking for people that was delivering food, I was like, it was really a lot of, a lot of things. And the main thread has always been like using food as medicine and, and trying to get people to eat healthier through plants and fungi and using food. So yeah, that was kind of this period of time where I was still, I was trying things out. I wanted to try out a bunch of different things. Yeah, I ended up just realizing that the sustainability of me progressing in that area was just, it wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't going to be feasible for me. And, you know, throughout that process, I had been developing a very strong relationship with fungi and I had been using them personally to heal. And so I was using reishi, which is a specific medicinal mushroom. In 2016, I was using that um, at therapeutic dosages to heal. This was when I was in school. And then to backtrack a little bit, my, I had like first really learned about medicinal mushrooms in 2011. And, you know, it was around since that point that I had really started to dive in and even like knew that there was something beyond a button mushroom. Um, and I had a really amazing friend and mentor at the time who just would show me how to forage and how to find these medicinal mushrooms in our backyard, which, you know, is in Canada. And so it was really that process of like learning more about fungi was a slow process of first learning about what a medicinal mushroom was, what a superfood was, kind of before the craze of a large wellness industry had really like turned it into a billion dollar industry. So yeah, I would say like along the same timeline of of everything has just been my learning about this species. And in 2018, I had like kind of a some symptoms flare up. And it was because I I was really run down. I wasn't listening to my body. And so I had this period of time at the beginning of 2018, where I really had to slow down. And I just started diving into research about fungi. And I felt this change happening. Like I felt a transition happening at the end of 2017. And as I entered 2018, my body was just like breaking down in certain ways. and, And so I had to slow down and listen and take care of myself. And that was kind of when I just dove into that fungi research and started learning about cultivation, started learning about how incredible the fungi species kingdom or queendom is. And then like, you know, it was just my inspiration to start Rainbow happened very, very quickly after. So it felt like it was a bit of a a quick turn and turning point. So it wasn't like I had this 
initial desire to start an e-commerce brand or um, that I was like, oh, this is, you know, this is strategic or anything like that. I would say most of my career, I've, I've just been so lucky to be able to follow um, and pursue passions. And those passions have been kind of hand in hand with my own healing journey. And as I've needed to like dive in and find my own answers, I've just become so inspired to help show people that, you know, we can use food as medicine. We can like, you know, access plant medicines and fungi and just learn from these ancient traditions from all sorts of lineages, like traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurveda and, you know, indigenous medicine in Canada. It really draws from a lot of the use of mushrooms. So it was a really profound experience with Rishi that I had. And that always really stuck with me. And it sounds like, I mean, all of that sounds amazing to start. Um, and it sounds like also when this is happening to you in your life, there's also something happening in just general consumer world where it feels like mushrooms were also starting to gain popularity. And there are people out there, you know, like Tim Ferriss, who were at that time starting to bring it more mainstream and get people more thinking the way that you were thinking versus thinking, oh, mushrooms equal psychedelics and that's it kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you need to go through a process of validating this idea with other people or were you like, I just know this is going to be a thing? Mm, that's a really good question. My nature is very intuitive. So I absolutely like I talk about ideas with my close people and um, my loved ones and my close friends. And, and I have a great group of entrepreneurial people here in here in Toronto. So we're always sharing ideas, but it wasn't so much where I had doubts where I was like, mm, I'm not really sure if I should do this. It was more so like, there is this feeling and this this desire to create something with fungi and I don't know what that is. And I just took the time to like actually just vision board and like draw and and make these like diagrams of like, this is like my interest. This is what's happening in my brain. It could look this way. Like at one point it was like, is it a marketplace? Is it this? It was this process of like trying to understand what the drive, it feels like change. It feels like inspiration and yeah, I guess like some entrepreneurial drive. So I have just a great crew of people around me. One of the first friends that I turned to was um, a good friend that works in branding and she helps with strategy. And so we had this like big night together where it was just all about this idea that I had with mushrooms and fungi. And this is like early 2018 before Michael Pollan had even released that book, How to Change Your Mind. And we just sat together and we were like brainstorming. It was like, I just cherished the memory. It was such an amazing thing. And, and it was that night that we like actually brought it down to like, okay, the company is going to have the name Rainbow. And so, yeah, I, I definitely like talked about it a lot. And I think it's one of those things like when you're so excited that you can't help, but like it's the only thing you talk about. Like there is definitely that, but I can't say like, I knew I was such a like, a believer in getting fungi to more people and excited about the initiative to like educate more people because I knew that that would be such a huge requirement. And, and my, my love for education and love to help educate was very inborn and natural for me. So yeah, I mean, it's always scary, but I was, I was really sure of it. I love that. And I love that you're being driven from your intuition versus, you know, that really analytical side. Yeah. So what are the next steps? You have this night where you've, 
you've figured out what it's going to be, you've figured out the name, you're kind of onto something. What are the next steps to actually building a medicinal mushroom company? Oh gosh, I mean, it was just months of research because my background is in science and health. So I just took the approach, like it's going to look different for everybody. I, you know, I feel like that running this business is just like, you just, that's your MBA. Like that's how you get it. I mean, obviously you learn so much more in school, but yeah, I think it would look different from my process was because I was a practitioner, I was building protocols for my clients and the protocols would look like basically a plan to help them achieve their health goals. Some of them were, you know, from the perspective of just optimization and others had real serious health conditions. And so I would always use food supplementation and lifestyle to help create a plan to help the person reach their goals to heal. And so I was really familiar with supplements on the market. And I just started calling all of the brands, the professional grade brands that I looked up to. And I had a lot of information on them already because I was a practitioner with them or had received their education. So I kind of started there. Um, I read a lot of books. I got a lot of books on the industry and um, on how to cultivate. And it was just, there was a lot of big decisions, but it was also just a time of exploration and talking to people in business, cold calls, a lot of people saying no. And ultimately just like, there was a side of it, I guess, like what I actually had to do was figure out um, how, where I was going to get the mushrooms from. It was really clear to me from the get-go that our mushrooms were going to come from Canada or North America, and that I didn't want to source from overseas because I really wanted to know my growers, be able to visit, be able to like ideate together and grow together. And I wasn't going to be able to take a trip to China. And I also was, it was really clear that like mushrooms are needed in the environment. And I didn't want a wild craft. I didn't want to take from nature. Nature needs mushrooms. We need more mushrooms and other populations depend on wild mushrooms. So it was just wasn't going to be a sustainable way to grow or scale a business. Um, so I did want to cultivate. That was really clear. It's definitely helpful to have your like non-negotiables of what your business, what you represent, what your values are. And then you just kind of like, it weeds out a lot of the other stuff that you might have to try and find. I actually found a really great you know, I guess he was like a competitor or he wasn't really a competitor, but he ultimately was like, I can't help you grow this because we do have a competing product line. And he was amazing. He was actually from London and he had written a few of the books, like really good fungi books. And so I was really grateful that we had some chats and just like, yeah, connecting with a lot of people in the industry. And you just have to kind of go out there and know that, you know, some people are going to say no and some people are going to say yes. And I chatted with people on so many fronts. So there's product, there was regulatory side of things like these products were going to need a license in Canada from Health Canada. We needed like manufacturing sites that had high standards. I needed to do FDA research. I needed a business plan. I'd never written one of those. I wanted to like figure out if we could get grant money. How was I even going to get money to do this? So yeah. And then like, who's going to help me do it? And I had a lot of great people along the way for sure. It sounds like such a journey, such an incredible <laughs> <Really>? journey. <laughs> 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. On the topic of money, what kind of money did you need to get started? I, you know, I, I'm hearing that you needed to obviously purchase mushrooms. You needed to take them to a manufacturer or a lab to turn them into tinctures and tonics. Then I imagine you need your bottles, you need minimum orders. Mm-hmm. What kind of capital did you need to get started and how did you fund the business in the beginning? So that's the first few months of, so most of 2018, I was just in research phase. So when I found a manufacturer and a, and a mushroom cultivator that I was really excited about, um, he wasn't growing the mushrooms that I, I wanted him to be growing. And so they started to, and I was starting to put together a formulation and he just started to send me samples. It was 2018 and 2019. When you're the founder of any business, especially if you're like bootstrapping it, you're not making any money like for yourself. So that was, it was a struggle. Um, I was definitely still doing my you know, consulting and doing as much as I could to get by. And I had a little bit of savings that I could actually put in um, and a line of credit that I just, you know, fully used and, and was so helpful. So those first few months was just kind of like, I just, it was so nice. I felt no pressure. I felt no pressure for competition. I felt, I was just like, I just wanted it to be this pure, like 
passion. And it's, it would be very different getting into the industry now, because as we know, like it's totally, totally popped up and there's all these, like, it's just, there's a lot happening. So at that point, yeah, I was, I was able to fund like really simple stuff, getting, you know, a business writer to help me with the business plan. And then it wasn't until about, um, I guess September and October of 2018 that I really started to need more capital beyond like my line of credit and some of my savings and what I needed there. So I just went to my family and they loaned me and gifted me. So it was really like a few key people, uh, family members, my clients, two clients who just were, oh my gosh, absolute angels. Like they just believed in me. Like when you find those people that like see your magic and believe in you, like it's just, I'm so grateful for them. They were, um, two incredible women who really believed in me and supported it. And, and my family, like my grandma and my partner, my boyfriend. So it was an initial $30,000 that I did a lot with. And because I had a great network within the branding side of things with, with the friends that I had mentioned, we, I mean, she just gave me like, you know, a long time to pay. I gave her a little bit of equity and that was kind of it. I was able to get really, really far with that initial bit. And of course, like part of it too, when you're bootstrapping is just like, there are certain things that are not available to you. And I was able to find an extremely good manufacturing site that was able to do a minimum order quantity that I could actually afford. So that was within budget. And yeah, we just like, I just made that work. Wow. So cool. I love that. It was like, you know, these women in your life who were so supportive, your grandma, your family, your boyfriend. It's just such a humble story to be like, these are the people who lifted me up in the beginning and and a part of the journey now too. That is so freaking cool. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. So we've talked about the manufacturing side. We've talked about the money side of things. Let's talk a little bit about marketing and how you actually launched the product and how you started getting eyeballs on what you were doing and getting that early momentum happening in 2019. Mm Mm-hmm. So pre-launch, I actually, I started our Instagram account in fall of 2018 and I just started posting like inspirational fungi stuff and like we're coming soon. It was, it was like very sporadic, non-regular posting, but I got that up and running first. I knew that we weren't going to have a lot of marketing capital, especially at the start. So like, I just love building things organically and with the well woman and with my personal brand inside of things, trust is all we have. Like we don't get a second chance at a first impression. And so I had a good deal of trust with my community. We didn't have a budget, but it was always really clear to me from from the marketing courses and workshops I had done that building your email list is the most important place to start. So I, from the get-go, was really keen to grow our email list. And that was where I started. We started using Klaviyo right from the get-go. I have a marketing consultant that's based in New York and she's just helped us like really do great emails. That was like our thing that we invested in from the get-go. And then I just built our Instagram organically, um, posting regularly, posting content that is beautiful and interesting and really educational. And I just stayed consistent with it. I'm, I, I know there's a lot of, a lot of founders, a lot of friend founders that don't love the Instagram side of things. They don't like finding content. They don't think they're good at it or whatever the case is. But it's that's been something that I've just like truly loved to do and I've continued to do. So when you're launching a business, you also have to be realistic as as much as I was like had my hunch and my gut feeling was like this is 
this is going to do well. This is like, people need this. I fully believe in this. You're still in business and you just don't know what is going to happen and, and what's going to come at you. So I was realistic about that. And I mean, we launched with one product. Yeah, I was just really excited to see like truly without any marketing, without ads, like what the reception was, how people felt about it, if it was going to be a needed product. And it's hard to take the emotion out of that sometimes, but it's important. And what was the response? What did people say? And what were you hearing in feedback when you first started selling that first product? Well, I mean, we got... The first people that were purchasing in May and June of 2019 when we launched were a lot of friends, a lot of family, a lot of like my community that had followed what I was doing from the well woman over to rainbow. And they were just so supportive and, and so excited. It's hard to say like how things catch on really quickly. I guess I think it's really a combination of things and probably people sending things to different people. It was really within a few months that free people reached out to us and had found 1111 and and wanted to stock our product. So that was that was so exciting. We hadn't really done much outreach and we were just really focused on like getting the product to more people. I sent it to some friends in my community with like large communities and um, that was really helpful. The initial response was like, we love this. We're so excited to try it. We love the branding. The bottle is beautiful. We're so excited to learn about mushrooms. And then from there, like, you know, once, once we were actually like six months in and started getting reviews about how the mushrooms were actually helping people and doing pretty incredible things for their body. That was when I was like, okay, wow, this is so exciting. And at that point I had been, I've been obviously like I started testing our mushrooms in the summer of 2018. I ran a small pilot study um, at that time too, which is a really good thing to do if you have a product um, is just get together a group of people. I had like 30 to 40 people and um, I got them to track how they were taking it, their, their feelings, their responses, how quickly they went through it yeah, just any benefits, anything that they were experiencing throughout. And that was actually helpful too in me deciding which product to launch with as well. Wow, that's so cool. I love the idea of doing a pilot and actually tracking the progress and being able to have that, you know, that data for yourself to be able to guide you and and propel you forward. Mm -hmm. As your marketing has evolved, what do you find is working for you now and what's driving new acquisition? Another really good question. Right now, we've had such, we haven't turned on Facebook ads. We ha- we're not like, we're not, we're still not doing crazy marketing. And I would love to be, but we have just had like supply chain stuff that hasn't allowed us to. So as I've been able to ramp up our supply chain to meet the current demand, it just wouldn't have made sense to like turn on ads and then be like, oh, and now two days later, we're sold out. So largely, I've just been trying to scale this to the point of us being able to turn that on to to market or to use ads in some sort of a like graceful way because ads can be annoying, but obviously will help us grow. But yeah, I mean, honestly, just for us, we knew that our target market was going to be using Instagram. And that was just a huge, huge tool for us that we stayed committed to since the get-go. That's been just an amazing place to generate content, to actually like see our product being used in the kitchens and homes and rituals of people all over Canada and the US and like some other countries as well. So, I mean, yeah, user generated content, sharing that, connecting with people in our community to host different types of like 
online stuff right now. So Instagram lives and we're starting to ramp up that side of things. So there's a lot you can do with just giving your product to the people that are in your industry and outside of your industry and get them to try it. And through that process, it just generated a lot of interest in Rainbow. And and so we have a we have a great kind of like gifting program now and one that we're building out with an affiliate program. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Instagram's just been a, a really great tool for us and and staying consistent with emails and 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 like giving people really good content, like content that you actually think about and that has a message and that is written with like some heart. And I really believe that when you're passionate about something, when you've like found your thing that really lights you up, it inspires people. And we all have that. And it's just about like finessing and finding and, and like figuring that out. Absolutely. You just reminded me, I wanted to ask you before something. So I'm going to backtrack a little bit to the girl that you hired in New York to do your email marketing. You said that she was doing really great emails for you. Can you just dig a little deeper and tell us more about the email marketing side of things and what your strategy is there? Mm -hmm. There's so much that you're not going to know when you're starting a business. So it's just, it's so nice to have amazing people and experts around you. And like this whole time, I just feel like I've been able to work with like friends and incredible human beings and create a little family of like people that get it and that are, and that are excited. So, you know, we had a lot of calls, we talked about strategy, but in the e-commerce world, you want to have, there's various flows of emails that you want to be going out to your customers and to your email list. So we created a few like specific flows for what, like, what is the education? What's the content that you want somebody to be like, thinking about it as like a customer journey. What's, what is the first set of information they need to know about your brand? How many emails is that? So we created emails that were beautiful to look at that had like targeted information of like the must need to knows of our brand and of rainbow and of our mushrooms. And, you know, like if you're offering, it's really great if you're growing your email list, typically you're offering some sort of a discount on their first purchase. So you have that information. And then from there, there's like so many different marketing tools. You know, you have an abandoned cart email, you have, gosh, I'm like blanking on it right now, but (laughs) no, but I totally get it. Yeah. There's, there's a lot. So it's, it's definitely really helpful. And I mean, there's tons of platforms that you can use now. We've been using Shopify and within like, once you go into the, into the settings in that section and you click on emails, like you'll see there's a range of different emails and you know, you want to get your brand tone of voice, right? You want there to be consistency. And she helped with obviously with the design. So ensuring that there's consistent aesthetics throughout and yeah. Sounds amazing. Wow. Cool. I love that. <laughs> love Clavio. Shout out to them. <laughs> They're great. Um, yeah. Where is the business today and what does the future look like for you, say over the next 12 months, for example? So the business today is we've been growing quickly. It's so exciting. It was really in about the fall, like September of 2000 of like, yeah, 2020, that we really saw things take off in a bigger way. Obviously, at the beginning of 2020, we didn't really know what was going to happen. It was still our first year of business. So grateful that we're a business that was able to not only like make it through 2020, but also thrive and grow during that year. And so right now, it looks like you know, expanding the team and getting more support, you know, really finessing our our supply chain so that we can scale and grow even bigger. 
And I have some new products that I'm working on. I'm always so excited about new product launches. We have a new mushroom that's launching next month and then another kind of like different product that's coming out a few months later that I'm working through various versions of right now. So there's product launches. I'm super excited to hire and have, you know, grow the team and have more support there. Yeah, looks like we're going to be raising some capital in 2021. And yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm excited to be able to like, just meet customers again, like have an event, throw an event and and just do things. We just got into a retailer in, in California called Erwan and was really excited about that and want to just be able to like go there and hand out samples and like literally talk to people. So I'm looking forward to events. I hope that that's able to happen this year and just continuing to like, I mean, I think especially when you're, when you're a founder or anyone in, in a small company, like it's everybody's doing a little bit of, of so many things. Um, and so it's really easy to get like in that day to day. And so just continually trying to like think about that bigger vision and stay really inspired and grow as a leader. And there's so much I'm excited about. Sounds very exciting. I'm super excited to see what comes of the new products <laughs> and follow along the journey. What advice do you have for women who have a big idea and want to launch their own business? My advice is that you can figure it out and it's all figure outable. It takes a lot of dedication and work and it's a bit of like everything. On the one side, it's the idea may evolve and you can't be too married to it. And you, you should allow for an evolution of like the right thing, because sometimes we like hold on to ideas and don't actually allow the evolution to take us to the exact right place. And to just get a great team of people around you that can support you and help you and reach out and cold call, cold email and reach out to the people that you're inspired by to learn from. I love the term figure outable. Is it Marie <laughs> Folio who coined the term? Yes. Ah, I love it. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. So good. We are up to the six quick questions part of the episode. Okay. Question number one is what's your why? Why are you doing what you're doing? We're doing what we're doing because we want to support people and the planet through fungi. <laughs> through fungi. Love. Question number two is, what do you think has been the number one marketing moment that made your business pop? Honestly, I don't know if we've had one one big moment. I would say like, honestly, collaborations, like giveaways with other brands has been really effective tool for us. Love that. Great. Great tip. <laughs> Question number three is where do you hang out to get smarter? What have you been reading or listening to or where are you hanging out on the internet these days? I get smarter when I am meditating, actually. So I have a very strong practice of yoga and kundalini yoga. And I attribute like a lot of my intuition and like self-sureness to that practice and so my spiritual practice, like business is going to throw you for a loop. So I'm a sensitive individual and sorry, this is supposed to be a short answer. Chat away. <laughs> but uh, as a sensitive individual, like I just, yeah, I need that. I need that time and, um, and that clarity. So meditation is, is definitely how I get smarter. And then like from a book side of things, I, I read a lot of books. I listen to podcasts and I talk to people. I talk to people that are like super smart and smarter than me. And I, I listen to them. Love that. 
take the feedback. <laughs> mm-hmm. Question number four is how do you win the day? And that's around your AM and PM rituals that keep you feeling happy and successful and productive. So morning, I meditate and make a matcha and a tonic and I put lots of mushrooms in it and start the day that way. And evening, evening can look different. If I've made a, a healthy and you know nourishing meal for myself and my partner, I'm happy. And just taking some time off screens before bed is a good day, a good win for me. Gosh, I really need to do that. I need to like get back into the no screens before bed. I've been so bad lately. Yeah. Yeah. Question number five is if you only had a thousand dollars left in your business bank account, where would you spend it? Mm, The best use of money is on your people and on a really amazing team. So that's the best use. Teamwork makes the dream work. Oh, love that. Last question. Question number six is how do you deal with failure? Just sit with it. Like just be there with that and let myself feel it for a little bit and then release it and find the lesson and find the teacher. Amazing. Tonya, thank you so much for being on the show today and sharing all of your story about Rainbow and what you're building and creating in the world. I've so enjoyed it. And I also really love what you're wearing, by the way. Are you wearing a little mushroom (laughs) sweatshirt? Yes, it is a mushroom. It's those like sweatsuits that we're making. (laughs) Oh my God, they're so cool. I love that. (laughs) Thank you so much for this break and chatting. It really, it really honestly felt like just a chat with an old friend and I really appreciate it and I'm so happy to share. So yeah, thank you. Thank you. Hey, it's June here. Thanks for listening to this amazing episode of the Female Startup Club podcast. If you're a fan of the show and want even more of the good stuff, I'd recommend checking out femalestartupclub.com where you can subscribe to our free newsletter. We send it out weekly covering female founder business news, insights and learnings in D2C, and interesting business resources. And if you're a founder building an e-commerce brand, you can join our private network of entrepreneurs called Hype Club at femalestartupclub.com forward slash Hype Club. We have guests from the show joining us for intimate Ask Me Anythings, expert workshops, and a group of totally amazing, like-minded women building the future of D2C brands. As always, please do subscribe, rate and review the show, and post your favorite episodes to Instagram stories. I am beyond grateful when you do that. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's June here. Thanks for listening to this amazing episode of the Female Startup Club podcast. If you're a fan of the show and want even more of the good stuff, I'd recommend checking out femalestartupclub.com where you can subscribe to our free newsletter. We send it out weekly covering female founder business news, insights and learnings in D2C, and interesting business resources. And if you're a founder building an e-commerce brand, you can join our private network of entrepreneurs called Hype Club at femalestartupclub.com forward slash Hype Club. We have guests from the show joining us for intimate Ask Me Anythings, expert workshops, and a group of totally amazing like-minded women building the future of D2C brands. As always, please do subscribe, rate and review the show and post your favorite episodes to Instagram stories. I am beyond grateful when you do that.